Welcome to the 21st episode of the Nerdum and Other Nonsense Podcast, your home for all things Nerdum, gaming, tech, and entertainment. You can easily find our podcast on YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter to get latest updates and info at Nerdum and Other. Today, we'll be talking about the games we played this week and some current news, but our main topic of discussion is going to be what we expect to see from the E3 press conference this year. I'm Leo, and with me today, I have... I'm alive. <laughs> and I'm dead. So anyways, everybody should be pretty familiar with Savage Becom. Um, Savage, how have you been? We heard you died. Uh, yeah, I, I was pretty much dead last week. My wife was so loving last week that she decided to share her sickness with me. So I was I was pretty sick last week. And in I sickness really, like, and in health. And in health. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly in I, sickness. I forgot what I signed up for. <laughs> so uh yeah i mean that's that's about it i started my new job actually tuesday so Woo. yeah uh, smooth transition than, uh so far so far pretty smooth transition my new job is a lot easier and i mean i make more money doing an easier job so i can't really complain right hmm oh how about you Bcom? Well, a friend of ours named Chibi Rob, who is a dick, for the record. <laughs> what did he do? Because he was actually nice to me today because he finally listened to the last episode. Chibi he's Rob like, isn't no, ever you... nice. He's just like sneakily like glib and sometimes like almost nice. That's that's No, he included you in the tweet. He said he did flat out say he's like, no, uh, Majora's Mask was not that good. It was like rehash stuff or something like that. And I was like, oh, geez. But what'd he do to you? <laughs> well, uh, nothing nothing in particular. Just like, you know, the typical Chibi Rob stuff. He 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 likes the anime New Game, and he wants to watch New Game Season 2. And uh, is very adamant about it being a good show, which is just very unfortunate. But he wanted a bathroom update, so I figured I would give him one. Um, so now the uh, Environmental Protection Agency has come into my apartment. Uh, they've put up a huge yellow like biohazard <laughs> curtain in front of my bathroom door. Uh, and so it's, it's contained for now. Like they say, I probably shouldn't like be living, like in sleeping five feet. They from should the condemn the uh, housing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's, it's starting to spread into other apartments and, and kill people's like gerbils and hamsters and things. But I think it's still under control at this point. But I mean, I, at a certain point, I'm going to have to do something about it. We'll see. I have the cleaning tools, I think. So what was he doing? Just kind of poking at you at it, about it? <laughs> it's just funny because like every time like I'm chatting with Chibi Rob, it's like he'll like yell at me for something that happened on the podcast like a month ago. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have to like remember what he's talking about. He does that to me when we're in the YouTube chats. <laughs> He says something, I'm like, wait, what, when was it? What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, he does do that. You are right. <laughs> uh, what have you guys been playing this week? Let's start with Savage, because I know he's been playing a very good game. Uh, you mean League of Legends? No, I mean MLB Tap Sports Baseball 2017. I mean, it's an okay game. It's, <laughs> it's something to do on my phone that's not like look on Facebook and be bored and regret my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I mean, what else do you do on Facebook? That's all you go on there for is to see what other people are doing and feel bad about yourself. So I try not to be on Facebook as 
much as possible. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, basically you've been playing that on my phone mostly while my wife watches reality TV because, again, what do I really care? Um, in sickness we, and in health. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and watching reality TV is definitely a sickness. Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Um, been league and just uh, been playing some Halo Five again. Anything new in Halo Five? Like what you've been what you've been doing in Halo Five? Regular regular old Slayer. <laughs> Back to you, Leo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's pretty boring, like, for most people at this point, unless you really like the Halo, like, I guess, multiplayer. There's really no point in going back to the game. But I, I do think it has the best multiplayer mechanically that they've had on any Halo 5 game. Or any Halo 5 game, yes. Uh, no, any <laughs> Halo game today has the best mechanics. But yeah. the campaign was... We've, we've talked about that before, so... My, yeah, my only... The only one I would put up against it is Halo 3, potentially, but it's it's just like a matter of opinion then, yeah. Halo 3 is my favorite game ever, and it has better maps, but worse mechanics. Okay. So, I I wish they did a Halo 3 anniversary, but they're not going to. Damn it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to that later, but yeah, Leo, what else have you been playing this week? Uh... So Fire Emblem Heroes just today got this huge, really cool update. There are a bunch of neat things. It's adding a new a uh, new play thing called Tempest Trials where like you take two of your teams into these battles and if somebody dies, you lose them until you complete it. So like hmm. y- your whole teams have to get all the way through. Wow. So yeah, it looks really cool. It doesn't that doesn't actually start till tomorrow. That's kind of cool. So I'll definitely have to check that out. Uh, they did a cool thing where you can actually before how you had a defensive team where like other people would play against you in the arena when you weren't there uh, was just whoever you had in your first team slot was your defensive team. Now you don't have to do that. You can assign whoever, no matter what spot that's in. That's cool. That's pretty and, cool. Yeah. Before you could only have like five teams. Now they've increased it to like seven or eight, I think. So that's really cool too. Oh, good. You to diversify a little bit because you can have a pretty good team, but like it, like the way the system works, it's rock, paper, scissors. And if you come across the whole team with scissors and you only have rocks, one, one rock or paper and three papers <laughs> or two papers, it's just, yeah, they'll probably just work you over anyways. Gotcha. Yeah. And there's a bunch of other little stuff they did. That's really cool. I was pretty happy with it. I did talk to Chibi Rob about it. He's pretty, pretty pumped also, but I've also been playing world of warships and I, found out i've just been playing the long wrong class types the whole time uh, <laughs> so i i mainly been playing as the uh battleship and the oh man what's it called cruiser battle cruiser cruiser yeah cruiser and battleship mainly those two and like the battleships the big artillery cannon guy he fires from super long distance with like really heavy guns but has a uh, longer reload time and you know more health and the cruiser is a little bit faster uh has some pretty good guns can take a decent amount of damage you know kind of the all-around dude and then i decided to i finally got a uh, aircraft carrier and i decided to use that and i suck (laughs) (laughs) 
Because that one's a little different. You just hang out in the back and you send out your airplanes to do your bidding. Like there's the fighter plane and then there's the dive bomber and then there's the torpedo one. I end every match with all my planes blown up and then I have this useless aircraft carrier and I can't do anything with it. Were you just so attacking the wrong ships basically or? Uh, n- no. Uh, I don't know. I they No matter what, if there was like two or three ships together, they would always almost kill your airplanes or not. Okay. And like... I guess you're meant to go after like a single solo guy who uh, got away from the pack, but that opportunity never uh, presented itself. So that's lame. I don't know. <laughs> and even when I play, I'd never really find the planes a big threat in the first place. And there's always one or two characters when you play. Okay. Two of the carriers, but but I finally decided to after like losing like eight matches in a row. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'll try out the destroyer, and I eventually didn't want to try out the destroyer because it's the super fast shift ship, light, you know, light armor, lower health, you know, and so on, and so on and forth. And I'm just like, how can this be any good? But the thing is, they have torpedoes, mm-hmm. and if you hit a battleship with all your torpedoes, it will sink the stinking thing. <laughs> um, you know, and I never really felt destroyers uh, as a very big deal to me. You know, we just don't let them get too close and whatnot. But I decided to be a destroyer, and I fucking killed it that first game. And I was like, ah, this is a fluke. <laughs> so I played a second game and did really well also. I was alive with both of them at the end, and I took out like two or three guys of myself, which is kind of a big deal. Uh, yeah, and it basically all I'm doing is just like sneaking around the islands. And then like when I see one of the guys coming, you know, I hit full throttle and I come flying out and I just torpedo the side of them and they go down and like I, they shoot at me, but you know, one or two shots from somebody isn't that bad. So yeah, I guess I'm better at the last class I decided to try. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah. I figured that destroyers would be fun since they range far, they go fast. Yeah. And that the torpedoes make them very dangerous. That's pretty cool. Extremely dangerous. Yeah. They'll, they'll, if you yeah, if you get super close and hit somebody with a full barrage, they can be at full health. You can just in- instantly sink them. I kind of wish they the would heck put out uh, of there. submarines in the game though, because then you could, as a destroyer, you would have depth charges too to try and take down submarines. It'd be really cool. Maybe <clears throat> might happen eventually. I don't know. Maybe yeah. All right. So this week, uh, I was playing one more of those games from the backwards compatibility sale I picked up, which was Hydro Thunder Hurricane. Which is like a an awesome like water sports racing game. Basically, you have like a speedboat and you're racing against a bunch of other like speedboats. And there's like all these crazy wave physics in this game. Like it's really freaking cool looking, even still. Had um, you never played it before? I'd never played it before. Yeah. Oh my god! I grew up playing Hydro Thunder on the PS One. <laughs> I've played it before on the PS One on some it's some friends' PS One. Fantastic game. It actually yeah. used to be an old arcade cabinet. Actually. Oh really? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's uh midday, midway or like Mid- one of those yeah midway. Games. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I must have seen that in the arcades back in the day because like Did- I've always. Think, I, I, it reminds me of an arcade game vaguely that I used to watch. So yeah, yeah, I, I think it was actually at like I did actually play out on our, on an arcade also at like Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. <laughs> but that made me think of another game, uh, Savage. Did you ever play Jet Moto? I did not. Oh man, 
it was so good too i've heard of it and i've seen it i've never played it either but yeah yeah i actually i think i have hydro thunder with me here so i will try to record some video later tonight of it and we can throw that up on the podcast if not let me know and i can do it too Uh, well, if you want to record some from Hydro Thunder Hurricane, I have like the OG Hydro Thunder for PS One. Oh, that'd be cool to like intersperse the footage. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'll I'll try to see if I remember all the cheat codes to unlock all the stuff. <laughs> nice, because yeah, there's a bunch uh, of ships and tracks. So it was really fun, and we were me and my friend were finding lobby matches like with people still playing on backwards compatibility, like. There was an article that came out this week that was about how backwards compatibility on Xbox is like not as popular as you would think. Like not a lot of people actually use the backwards compatibility. But I'm also finding matches in any of these like random games that I'm playing backwards compatibility. So like there are people out there using it. I guess it's just not a large percentage. But you can go back to these games and find matches very fairly easily and fill up lobbies. So that was pretty fun. Um other game i was playing was that huge fighting game that came out this week tekken tag tournament 2 <laughs> yeah i think i saw you playing with a fitnat yeah yeah instead of uh playing tekken 7 i was like let's play this actually amazing tekken game that i already have and decide if i want to buy tekken 7 and yeah, Tekken Tag Tournament 2 is still just freaking amazing. It's such a good game. All of the characters are so weird. Um, and uh, the netcode is pretty good. Even over like 360 backwards compatibility, it, it's pretty good. Um, I'm, I've heard Tekken 7 is great. And I'll probably look to get that because a bunch of my friends have bought it already. But uh, yeah, I just like this old Tekken Tag. Like I can't ever get over it. So, And then uh, one more game I was playing... Uh, to test out voice chat on my PS4 because I just wanted to see if my current weird audio setup could just do voice chat and it can with a couple workarounds. Why is it weird? So I have um, uh, what is it called? A Sound Blaster X7 DAC which is in between my consoles and my headphones Um, and so like I think originally I had like researched it and you're supposed to buy like a Bluetooth dongle to plug into your PS4. Uh, so you can do chat, um, party chat, I guess, but there is a way to get it to just work, um, where you go into the PS4 settings and set like the audio output to TV only or something instead of headset, uh, and then plug your microphone into the headset uh, and then it works, but um, you have to do a little bit of like adjusting for game audio and party audio within the PS4 settings rather than on the like DAC itself. So that's the drawback. But at least it works. Like, and I don't huh. I don't use voice chat on PlayStation that often. So as long as something works, I'm cool with that. So um, the game that I was playing to test it out was a free to play game called Paladins, and this is basically like overwatch cross with league of legends uh for free um so it has like the league of legends model where you start off you have like a bunch of heroes unlocked but then there's a whole bunch that you can unlock either by paying for them or uh unlocking them with in-game currency after a long like time of playing the game basically um and it's it's, it's very much a beta right now because we got into a couple of matches and to be honest they were pretty fun like there's this one uh hero named cassie who has like a crossbow and then has like 
five other powers basically that are four other powers that she can use like uh like firing like a really heavy damage bolts um doing like a dodge roll kind of like mccree in overwatch to like reload and get out of the way and you also have mounts in the game that you can take from your spawn to wherever the fight is happening so you can like ride a horse into battle and of course you can like customize your characters like you can probably customize your mounts and you can also get different abilities for your characters to use and change your loadout as you level the characters up uh, so there's all sorts of like added complexity in this game the only problem is it's beta and the connection was not very strong like there was a couple times that i just couldn't connect to the servers and just kept getting kicked out of matches and it was not working at all but um for a free-to-play game it was actually a really interesting thing to look at um i kind of wish that overwatch would add some of the stuff they had in this game to make it just a little bit more complex and like a little bit more progress focused because uh, that'd be pretty cool but i don't know i hope that game uh fixes their servers and eventually more people start playing it because it's pretty fun but and it's free to play you said right yeah it's free to play paladins yeah hmm. uh so let's get into news so uh starting this week uh nintendo held a nintendo direct on tuesday morning where they announced three new old games <laughs> that's just a funny line i mean so, it's not wrong <laughs> so they announced pokemon tournament dx will be re-released on nintendo switch and is coming september 22nd so that's the pokemon fighting game that was out on wii u already uh that they're porting over with i think a couple new characters to make it Wait, new. aren't all pokemon fighting game <laughs> yes but this is like a fighting game ass fighting game <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This doesn't really have much of a like mainline story, so yeah, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of, anyway. I know a lot of people did not like the original Pokémon, but then there's like a small community of people who do. Um, so I guess they'll be very happy that's coming over the Switch. Um, yeah, it's pretty disappointing though, because a lot of people thought there was going to be like Pokemon Stars was the big rumor, which is mm-hmm. basically what the the emerald or the crystal to sun and moon but it it's not happening at least not now well to talk about that uh nintendo then announced that pokemon stars i mean pokemon lunar and solar eclipse i mean pokemon ultra sun and ultra moon are coming exclusive to nintendo 3ds systems november 17th so yeah, it's not like an emerald or like a crystal or something, which you would hope would end up on Switch eventually. It's just some kind of updated version of the original game that just came out a year ago on the same system that they're putting out again on the same system, which is okay, Nintendo. <laughs> Thank it's you. Nintendo so much. being Nintendo. Yeah, I mean they've done this with a bunch of different games, like Black and White, Black and White Two, and stuff. So it makes sense, I guess. Um, Everybody watching this wanted to see a port of the game to Switch, though. Uh, I wanted to see a port of the game to Switch. It's like the whole reason I didn't buy Pokemon Sun and Moon was I wanted to see it if it would come to Switch. I would have bought a Switch. Yeah, I think a lot of people would have bought a Switch. I mean, so maybe maybe what they're thinking is that, like, they really just want a game built ground up for Switch for Pokemon. 
but man like you have this game right here just like if if they had had the foresight to just create pokemon sun and moon with hd assets and then down res them for 3ds and then have those assets there so when they got the switch going they could just port everything over into it and it looked beautiful that would have been nice. <laughs> but You're asking a lot from that. Nintendo there, BCOM. Yeah, I mean, I just, oh God, I, I just wish that these companies could have, like, the foresight sometimes. They'll be like, hey, we have this really nice handhold slash console coming out in a year. Uh, you're working on Pokemon 3DS right now. Why don't you, like, do this in two different ways at the same time? But I don't know. I guess they didn't think about that. Uh, the other thing they have coming is Pokemon Gold and Silver are being released to the 3DS eShop on September 22nd, which is nice for people who like those games. And that, that's cool. I always like to see like the virtual console expand. Gen 2 OP. Speaking of the virtual console expanding, Nintendo Switch has detailed their online services and how they're not releasing until 2018. So that's great. Which is cool. I'm surprised how cheap it is. Yeah, so it's going to be $20 a year or $4 a month or $8 per three months, which is really cheap compared to, you know, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live. But uh, you know what you don't get with it? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Voice chat! <laughs> well, Savage, I'll have you know they have a separate phone app you can use for voice chat. That you have to plug into a third thing, so you have to plug your Switch into this, and then your phone into that, and then you can use voice chat. Or you can just use Discord like a sane person. (laughs) (laughs) Their their solution basically is like, please use Discord. (laughs) We don't want to do this. Free service out there that works great, (laughs) so why would we make one of our own? So I guess the they also have said literally nothing about virtual console. That's what my segue was about, but they have said that there will be like a classic game catalog that you'll be able to play with this subscription. And the examples that they gave were super Mario brothers, three balloon fight and Dr. Mario. So, you know, I played Dr. Mario in the original game boy. Oh yeah. Good game. It's fun. It's catchy, catchy, catchy music, dude. (laughs) So, yeah, these are great games. It would be nice to take them with you on your Switch. But, like, I would also like to see some, like, GameCube and Wii-level games get ported into this service. Like, not just games that are, like, 25 years old or whatever. Ooh, <laughs> you know? You've kind of started to convince me to get a Switch with that right there. Oh, really? They they did put some GameCube games on there. Yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. come back to it. I loved my nice. GameCube. It was awesome. Uh, so, I mean, hopefully we'll hear a little bit more about this at E3, uh, but maybe we won't. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they'll... it's also nice that oh, they uh, they were originally just going to do like one game a month and it would like change out to something else. Yeah. But then they, w- they went back on that, fortunately, and are just going to have like a game library, which is so much better. Yeah, I'm glad that they changed it. Um, yeah, and the only other thing I didn't mention is that this subscription will give you some sort of discount on eShop games. And nobody knows how much of a discount. Probably not much. Probably like a buck or something. One percent. One percent discount. It adds up over a lot of time. Uh, okay. Speaking of games you can take with you, uh, at the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference, they shadow dropped Monument Valley 2. Which is freaking awesome because Monument Value is an was an incredible game 
Like it's just got a, such a unique art style and feel to it. And if you watch the yeah, trailer, I knew nothing about this game. Oh, really? You'd never heard of it? this? Is a great game for phones. I mean, you may have not no. heard of it because you have to pay for it, but like it's been down to like ninety nine cents at times. The first one now, so yeah, but you too have busy to playing buy Fire Emblem Heroes. <laughs> you have you have to buy an eight hundred dollar piece of crap to play it. Well, yeah, that's the other thing about the Nintendo <laughs> um, voice chat solution. By the way, is that the the your cell phone has now become the most expensive peripheral in the history of video games pretty much oh that's true <laughs> so, wow yeah when you think about it that way that's a crazy ob- observation Hold on, can you reuse an old i like apple <laughs> ipod touch i don't know that's a good question i don't know if you could use your tablet or something for this stuff. probably not because it's i don't even think they support them anymore as far as updating the os so I don't know. That'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Also, it'd be funny if your Windows phone can't download the app. <laughs> so yeah, Monument Valley Two is out on iOS now for five bucks, like four ninety nine. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna be playing the shit out of that because the first one is an amazing like puzzle game based on like Escher esque like stairs and stuff like going around different places and just changing your perspective constantly. It's a really fun game. All right. Out now for the one-time price of $804.99 plus tax. It's good. It's a good price. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Also, next item of news. Um, Vanillaware has announced that they are bringing their new game, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, to the West. Uh, So this game isn't out yet, even in Japan, I don't think. Um, but Vanillaware is known for games like Odin Sphere that are just ridiculously gorgeous in their art style, um, but very like fantasy based. And this new game, Thirteen Sentinels, is more sci-fi heavy and like mecha based, which looks really friggin' cool in their crazy art style. Um, and yeah, I just cannot wait to see this. I wonder if we'll see this at E3. I'm not sure. I think they're gonna. Ha- I think they've said that they're gonna have this game at E3, but I don't know if that'll means it'll show up in any of the press conferences. If it was gonna show up in one, I would expect it to show up in Sony, but mm, probably not, because they probably have bigger games to show based on what I what I've seen. But uh, yeah, that game looks gorgeous. Just go search Thirteen Sentinels Vanillaware and just look at gifs and videos and trailers, because holy crap, looks really cool. Uh, type this wrong. Yep. Did you? Yeah. NT, NY, <laughs> New York. <laughs> the city of Final Fantasy, New York. No, yeah. So, uh, the city of Final Fantasy, NT, has been announced as coming to PS4 in 2018. This is a port of a Japanese arcade game from 2015 that was only released in Japan. And it's an interesting. Uh, I was watching the trailer just a second ago, and it's a weird fighter. Yeah, it's like 3 Never 3 s- um, and you have like all of like famous Final Fantasy characters. Mm-hmm. Sounds like we found a replacement for Destiny. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> trials of Osiris inside of uh, Final Fantasy NT three v three. Hey, Trials of Osiris is four v four now. So I know that's gonna be really weird. Well, it might be changing. It's supposed to be like the Trials of the Nine or something like that. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. It'll be hmm, that's it'll weird. be interesting. Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes. That could take like so much longer now if it's four v four. That's my own that's my first thought. So it'll take longer to kill the other team each round and stuff. But also if one class is ridiculously OP, it might make sense that you would always have like two Titans, one warlock, one hunter or something. It might so make sense that mechanic to it as well. Why they got rid of the warlock self res if they were going to go four v four? Can you imagine four well warlocks like self resing across the map? Oh my god, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> a nightmare. Insane. I don't even think about it. Hey guys, <clears throat> look where we ended up. Let's get back on track. Knew <laughs> <laughs> you were going there, Jesus. Uh, Leo, uh, you want to take the next item of news? Yeah, sure. Is that all you had the, you, that you wanted to say about that? Are oh, you yeah, interested just in playing the, that game? The City is like a cool fighting game inside the Final Fantasy universe. I guess it's cool that it's coming over. I don't have like much interest in it, but I figured it was a kind of a cool announcement. So uh, I hope... Yep. I did see that it looks like you can play as a Final Fantasy fourteen character. I saw in one of the shots, Ishtola is in there, who's in Final Fantasy fourteen. And I think they're going to bring Final Fantasy 15 characters like Noctis or Gladio or something in there too. Yeah, they specifically said Noctis will be in it. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, but this uh, next topic is uh, very interesting to me. It's uh, about Magic the Gathering. They're going to uh, turn it into an RPG for console and PC. That's crazy. Really? Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, who is starting on it? Cryptic Studios is who's doing it. Um, they're currently ramping up production, so it's still going to be a while before it comes out. But they have a—they already have a ton of material to work with, and like they specifically talk about being able to fully immerse themselves in the multiverse of Magic: The Gathering. Which is, if anybody's read any of the books or even played the game, this is ridiculous. It's they there's there's so much. There's no way they can put it all in there. It's just going to be interesting to see what they pick and choose and how it goes down. And I like RPGs, so I'll probably have to pick it up. And I really hope they just don't mess it up. So I went, I followed a, a link to Cryptic Studios' site, and it says Cryptic Studios is developing a new free-to-play action MMORPG based on Magic oh. Gathering. So it's going to be an MMO. <laughs> man, it's, uh, man, I wonder. Yeah, that makes me worry if it's even going to be good. Then, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of I liked the idea of just like a straight RPG set in that. A universe with all that lore and all of them. that'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah, they they could do some really cool stuff. But hmm. Hmm. yeah, they have a lot Anyways. to draw on for that. So I guess in another piece of news, I'll actually take one this week since I didn't take anything last week. Uh, Fable Fortune, a collectible card game set in the Albion universe, will launch on July 11th on the Xbox One and PC. I never played Fable, <laughs> but I'm going to assume you guys did. I did. Yeah, I, yeah. I love. I think I one. played. I think I played Fable two. I didn't actually play the first one. I think Fable one is like my favorite story wise, and then Fable two is probably better mechanically, and then Fable three was like a mess. <laughs> like, I never played Fable three because I think I did hear bad things about it, but fable 2 i had i remember having a lot of fun i did i did uh, too yeah and like you said i do remember the mechanics being really good and uh yeah just that i just it, i thought it was a great game and it's kind of sad to see the franchise has sort of come to this as you duly noted there become yeah and 
I don't know. It's just like you look at this trailer for Fable Fortune. It's just it's exactly Hearthstone, except it doesn't look quite as nice as Hearthstone. It's like when the cards attack each other, they like just sort of like jump at each other and hit each other and then come back. And I don't know. It doesn't. It's I don't know. It's just another Hearthstone ripoff, basically, is what I look at it as. And and honestly, the Fable universe, when you compare it to the World of Warcraft universe, it just doesn't have as interesting characters to me. I don't know. And that's because it's not developed by Blizzard. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it just doesn't actually wait. Come off well. Spe- speaking of which, I haven't looked at like my Blizzard. Is it Blizzard Net now or BattleNet or what is it? It's supposedly BNet, but what? Hold on. The app that I launched still says Blizz- Battle.net, but I think it's officially going to be called BNet. I'm pretty sure. Or B.net. I'm going to start it up like on my computer because I haven't played Hearthstone in forever, so <laughs> I'm going to see what it says. My I app think still it's says BattleNet. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, uh, you want to get into the next bit of news, Become? Sure. Uh, so following up on what we talked about last week, there's a little bit more info about Little Witch Academia, the game. Um, so they said that the game is a beat-em-up that moves like an anime through its virtu- uh, visual harmony system, which sounds kind of fun. Um, so yeah, but they're, the focus is on like being half action and half daily life of the students, which sounds perfect to me. Cause I don't want it to just be all beat them up. Like I want to have those story moments creep in between the girls and like their classmates and stuff. Cause that's what makes the show so much fun. Uh, and they say that you'll get to ex- explore like the entire Academy, um, and that gets me super excited. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you wanted. Like, so there you go. Yeah, um, and I like this little quote from the producer, uh, yeah. Yosuke Futami. He he says, uh, "When I saw the anime movie and the TV anime, I felt that it was fate. I immediately started working on planning for a game project and brought it in. Yeah, I want to meet him and shake his hand. <laughs> yeah, and like, buy him a beer because thank you. Like, I can't blame him. Like, if I I." If I had that much power over a game company's decisions, I would say, we're working on Little Witch Academia right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would do. It's just that amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, our listeners know Become and I are the anime people, but like this, this show's really good, and it's actually s- supposed to be probably one of the shows that starts turning more Western audience members towards anime. Mm-hmm. You mean Aramanga Sensei won't? <laughs> no that would definitely turn people away that's horrible only certain people savage only certain people certain mm. men of culture if you know what i mean oh gosh <laughs> was that uh uh was that it for the witch academia um yeah pretty much just like a, a couple more tidbits about it i'm just freaking hype i can't wait until that comes over to the west yes and go Watch the first half of the show when it's on Netflix. June thirtieth. June yeah. June thirtieth. I yeah. will be. I'll, I will like set my TV up just to go all the way through it and like leave the room, <laughs> just to like inflate <laughs> the viewership numbers. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on like twelve different TVs or something. I don't know, like three different computers. I'd honestly probably rewatch it again, and I that's I don't do that with TV shows. I would so. probably have it on in like the background until like the second half of the season, and then probably actually watch the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying the first season isn't bad. No, it's the not second bad. Season's it's just like mind so blowing. Recently, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's exciting. Uh, All right, so moving on. Oh yeah, I'm gonna open uh, this up on my computers. So yeah, Kotaku, you always posts a uh, top twelve games to 
uh, buy on Xbox One right now, and they update it as the year goes through. And right now, uh, I just want to kind of just go through real quick because it's kind of interesting. Right now, right off the top, they have Rise of the Tomb Raider. I haven't played it. Have you guys? Yes, and it's very good. Um, it's not as good as I, like Uncharted, though, but it's pretty I good. I downloaded it, but I have not played it. I kind of want to play it, but... Yeah, it says a good match for fans of Crystal Dynamics 2013 Tomb Raider reboot, bow and arrow enthusiasts, anyone who really hates bears. <laughs> <laughs> that it's is not- very true. Like, you will be <laughs> slaughtering bears in this game. I would also say it's any it's good for anybody who is interested in linguistics because there are certain parts oh, in this game where you need to um, learn an ancient language, not yourself, but like as a character, you have to level up your knowledge of an ancient language so you then can then decipher ruins and stuff, and that's pretty cool. Learn Japanese to survive. <laughs> Another <laughs> fantastic Steam game. <laughs> oh, jeez, I've never played it. Have you actually played that game? I have. And I did learn it, some Japanese, and then I forgot all of it, and so I died. Oh, that's awesome. That's why I'm dead. Oh gosh, <laughs> and it's not a good match for folks looking for a deeper or nuanced story. People who hate collectibles, that should be nobody. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next one, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yep, own I it. I own it yeah. on PS3. I've barely played any of the Grand Theft Autos, so there's that. It's um, it's pretty well done. The campaign is actually worth doing on that one. Yeah, and uh, the next one is Hitman, which surprised me because this was not on my radar at all. Did you guys know anything about it? Yeah, Hitman blew up a lot over the last year, and it's actually one of the more fun games to watch. Um, I think anybody who's sort of like in the video game sphere may have uh, seen that Giant Bomb did a bunch of Let's Plays of Hitman over the past year that were hilarious. It just... Like, there's things that you can do in this game that are really fun, like throwing a fire axe across a room at another guy's head to kill him. And, like, huh? yeah, like, there's like this game is just goofy as shit. It's really fun. Um, like, there's one level where uh, there it's based around a fashion design show. And, like, there's one way to get a kill is that you can, like, go up, get, get into makeup as uh, Helmut Kruger who is the model who is appearing <laughs> at the show. And then you can go walk the like freaking, Oh my God, what's it called? The runway and like do your little spin around and stuff. And everybody thinks your helmet. And then like, yeah, you like go out and like kill the guy you're supposed to kill and stuff. It's just fantastic. Uh, there's like huh. so many different ways in each level to like get environmental kills and other weird types of kills. Uh, they really did a great job at this game, but then uh square Enix recently just, uh, Cut, like sold off the studio who made this game but i think they're gonna be able to retain the ip potentially so uh io interactive is the studio i'm hoping that they'll be able to make another hitman game or at least continue supporting this game because it was pretty cool okay uh the next one is called inside <laughs> uh phenomenal like, K- kotaku quotes it as a rare game that's so good we don't want to tell you anything else about it so <laughs> That's interesting. I haven't even played it. I've watched parts of it, though. And I've played yeah. Limbo, which is the game before. Phenomenal. Yeah, I want to say they say a good match for anybody who liked the developer's last game, Limbo. And it made me immediately think of you, Savage, and <laughs> your hate of playing Limbo, basically. It's yeah, so no, much I, better than Limbo, though. Oh I God. haven't even edited the last two episodes that I recorded of like my gameplay of it, and I haven't finished Limbo because it was so infuriating. I need to go back and do that, though. I would but say it's so infuriating. 
is a good match for anybody who likes dark uh atmospheric games that aren't necessarily like horror games though um, mm-hmm. uh like there's there's not like j- massive jump scares in this game but there is there are very tense moments uh and i also say it's a good match for people who like mysterious stories that are not told through dialogue um but told through like visuals and also open-ended endings if you like those you'll like this game it's also pretty good for people who are colorblind oh is it i didn't know that i mean inside only has like three total colors in the game it's grayscale and then like red yeah that's true Mm -hmm. Hmm. all right the next one is the witness which is not good if you were colorblind the witness is (laughs) terrible if you're colorblind there's a specific color-based puzzle in this game where you have to look through different types of stained glass to see different colors and yeah if you're colorblind you're shit out of luck (laughs) oh wow yeah that's where i was going with that transition because i've watched the witness (laughs) oh man yeah this is uh you know it's a good match for people who are puzzle fiends people who like a challenge anyone who liked mist and wants to see what a modern evolution would be like um if you're wanting action probably not a good match but yeah if you do want action they now they put up uh titanfall 2 great campaign so much fun i played the first titanfall and it was so so i i ended up playing a ton of the multiplayer me too well, it was multiplayer with uh dragon so it was usually him and me playing all the time and then we eventually just got sidetracked with destiny but yeah i didn't think it was great enough to try out titanfall 2 and i still haven't heard enough good things i think i need to hear before i would try to buy it but you did play it right becom yeah the campaign was really really fun it was like an awesome kind of action movie campaign uh in a good way uh that call of duty like often misses the mark but i think this one like hit the mark like there's some really cool moments between you and your mech or your titan uh that are really funny and like really amazing and like he like throws you places and stuff and it's it's crazy um but i remember playing the first game's multiplayer a lot longer than i played the second game i don't think it's because the second game's multiplayer was like specifically bad or anything i think it was fine it just didn't hold my attention for very long um but the campaign was really fun i like replayed it and like i got a bunch of achievements and stuff but well not to mention the first one was only multiplayer so yeah it was all multiplayer so like there's nothing else to play basically yeah yeah all right the next one on the list is forza horizon 3 and i do play this one and it's amazing and they just had the hot wheels dlc come out and it is super fun when this game what when what makes this game really shine is when you're playing with some buddies and they just set up a map they set up a a uh, race and they're like all right we're gonna only use uh the cars of this type because there's different class types and even if you don't have one, you can like rent one that's like in for the for that race. And okay. it's just super fun. And you can do like really goofy stuff or you can be really serious and it's just really cool. It's there's so many all the different vehicles um drive so differently than the other ones. Like a truck 
will drive totally different than a car or a, a buggy or a muscle car or a sports car. They all drive so differently. So like if you're just rotating through them all, each race is totally different. And I'm not really a big racing fan, but I have a ton of fun playing this game. I loved driving around in the uh, Master Chief Warthog in this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have fun. that too. <laughs> It's a good time. It just feels so much bigger and more badass than all the other cars. And they like like faithfully like reproduced like the interior and stuff like in at like Forza quality level. So that was really yeah cool. yeah it's it's yeah it's straight up the Warthog just at their yes yeah, just like you said the exact level of the game because like Forza looks really good too like the cars and everything are very detailed. They're to as spec as they can possibly get. Yeah, and this this game so, looks amazing in, in 4K with HDR on a great TV, yeah. So Savage, our faithful Halo fan, if you wanted to drive a Warthog, get Forza Horizon 3. There or you go. I could, could could go to Vancouver where they filmed the movies and drive the actual one that was built. You should do that. I do that. Wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... The next one on the the list is uh, The Witcher Three, which I think I downloaded and played eight hours of and never played again. Yeah, I'm this sorry. is a good match for people who have twelve thousand hours on their hands, to, nothing else to do with it. <laughs> this game it may is have been my so problem. long. <laughs> it's a, if it's you an don't feel like opening long. the door to your mother's basement, oh. and going outside and seeing the light of day. <laughs> This is your game. <laughs> well, they, they, they do note not a good match for people who value their time and social life. There you go. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the great points of this game are that all of the side quests are like um, like interesting typically like in at least in some way and there's so many like uh, weaving quests throughout the game that like affect each other. Uh, and then there's just certain high points and high, like amazing like strong writing during the game that make it even better. Um, and also the chicks are really cute <laughs> in this game. Okay, and also Geralt, if that. you're down for that, is really cute as well. <laughs> oh, man. All right, the next one is Dark Souls 3, which I played partway through, and it's really fun, but I just don't have the time or the patience, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Dark Souls 3 is, I'm sure, a great game. Dark Souls 1 is a great game, <laughs> which I am still working my way through on PC. And maybe at some point I'll get to Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. There's just, it's another game that does not respect your time whatsoever. Um, like, And you just have to put in so much time to get through it uh, when you could be playing other games. <laughs> and that's how I view it, basically. Yeah, I think the ones that, like, I don't know, just to get anywhere takes too much time and too much effort is why I end up getting away from them because I don't have that time. Yeah. And I don't know, you could say, like, but you invested so much time in Destiny. Well, that's because I get somewhere every time I play. So yeah, I think that's a big deal. I'm, you know, I'm finally get one of the weapons I hadn't, I've gotten before, but this one has a way better role on it. And I'm like, yes. So like, I feel accomplished every day. I could play dark souls three and feel like I got nothing done. Pretty much. Which is sad. Yeah. But, um, on to the next one. Gears of war four. You guys played it. Yeah. We played a little bit of co-op. I, we, I still haven't finished the main campaign though. I know Savage did. Didn't uh, you buy an Xbox? 
That was a Gears of War. Yeah, 4? I have a Gears of War four Xbox yet. I haven't still. I still haven't beaten the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't know why this one's on its list. I mean, it's just another Gears. It's basically a reboot yeah. of the franchise with the kids from the the original. Yeah, that's how I kind of feel about it too. Like, it has amazing visuals. Like, there's some really cool physics stuff that happens in this game where like the wind is blowing around really hard and it's like blowing things all over the place. And it looks really cool. But, like, yeah, I don't know. The characters are kind of fun, like, and goofy. And Marcus Phoenix is a badass, so that's always good. But I don't know. It's it's just I mean, an all right like Gears, Gears of War, it's Gears of War. If you're huh? not a Gears fan, I don't, I don't think this belongs in a top list. Yeah, so you're asking about this top list. I will say they do little notes every time they update this list. They update it uh, all the time. Uh, so they literally updated this list today and this is what they wrote. We've added Gears of War 4 and taken off Destiny, which Bungie has been winding down in anticipation of the sequel later this year. Yeah, I think that was a mistake. Like Destiny is a better game than Gears of War 4, like by far. Definitely. Yeah. yeah and I, I don't think that's a good reason. They're like, Bungie has been winding down in, in anticipation. I'm like, it's, it's not th- like th- Years of War hasn't a... been winding down. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's not like it makes it a better game. Yeah, it doesn't but... make any sense. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so that, that that's interesting. Destiny has been on this list for a while, and there is no mention of Halo Five that I see through the updates. I scrolled through them. I could have skipped it, but I didn't see it. Yeah, I'll look now, for what it. What I will say is the best FPS <laughs> on the Xbox One is the next on the list, which is Overwatch. Hmm. <clears throat> is that the I really thing? So I don't yeah. care for these games. I played a little bit of LOL, didn't care for it, so I tend to avoid them. It might be like I I play a ton of Overwatch and mostly on PC, um, but it is pretty good on Xbox One where I've played it there too. It is pretty damn fun. Like I this is coming from somebody who literally earlier today was watching like pro strat overwatch videos to try and get better at overwatch <laughs> like like I've, I've held off for a really long time and just been like okay i'm just gonna figure this game out on my own and then recently i've just been like okay let's find out how to just make this game my bitch because <laughs> like at a certain point you get to a certain level where it's like you want to be able to carry your team even if they're not very good and so that's what i'm trying to get to that point now but uh god yeah it is really really good game I don't know. Leo. Do you have the same account on both PC and Xbox? So you can link your Blizzard account to the Xbox account, but no, it does not give you like the same skins or the same like XP and everything. So it, yeah, I'm like what level fifty eight or something on PC. What's the point of linking it then? To uh, the only point, as far as I can tell, was to get like if you bought the Origins edition or something on PC, you would get the same bonus pre-order stuff on xbox that's the only thing i could find that actually is part of the link i wish it would link in such a way that yeah you would actually get xp for both your same account on both places but man almost no game does that these days i I really hope that's like the next gen thing i want to see happen like if xbox start talks about that at their e3 press conference like hey you're gonna be able to like use your same account on PC and Xbox for all of these games, then hell yeah, I'd be interested. But uh, Interestingly enough, the next thing on their list is Resident Evil 7, and I think it does that? Oh, I don't know. I'm not I sure. Know, <clears throat> I know since I purchased it on Xbox, I was able to put it on my PC for uh, free. Oh, yeah, that's but right. The, the key to note in that, though, is that there's no multiplayer to Resident Evil 7, is there? 
Um, no. No, and I'm really glad they got away from that because that was kind of hurting the uh, franchise. And then they Resident Evil 7, the reason it was such a big success is they kind of went back to their roots and people love them for it. And yeah, we we already did a episode as our main topic is Resident Evil 7. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't, you don't need... Well, it's a great game. <laughs> we don't need to tell you anything else. I would love to play it on VR because I know it would be super messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bcom refused to play it on VR. Yeah, that's I know my limitations. <laughs> he really uh, doesn't want to shit his pants. Yeah, there you go. That that too. Yeah. yeah. But your limitations, but would you rather play it on VR or walk into your bathroom? Oh, VR, absolutely. Like <laughs> The Resident Evil 8 designer should come to my bathroom and just look in there. I mean, their game is called Biohazard in Japan. It's basically one-to-one with what's going on in and there. And there's some gross stuff in it, too. So, maybe, maybe. But that was the end of the uh, the uh, news article. So, let's move on to the main topic. E3 expectations. Bcom, you wrote another essay for this. Well, Where basically, you take it. <laughs> but I, how I organized this was just by the press conferences in order. So, and then the expected games that will be at these conferences. So we can go through pretty mm-hmm. quickly because, like, we start on Saturday at three p.m. Eastern with EA's play conference. And look, they're gonna have FIFA. They're gonna have Madden. They're gonna have. Well, this one's actually a little bit interesting. They're gonna have NBA Live 2018. Uh, and NBA Live has hmm. been getting its lunch eaten by NBA 2K for years now. Like, I don't think they even they didn't. I don't think they put out an NBA Live game last year. If they did, it was like it faded away almost immediately. Yeah, they yeah, delayed uh, NBA Live into NBA Live 18. Uh, wow, NBA Live 17 they delayed. Yeah, because I am inter- interested for Need for Speed Payback though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Need for Speed Payback could be fun. Need for Speed is another game that they delayed uh, because and took a year off, basically, because their last Need for Speed was shit. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, what was... Uh, there was one of them on 360. Was it Need for Speed Underground? Either that or, like, Hot Pursuit or... Um... I think it was Underground, and I played the crap out of that game. It was <laughs> so fun. Yeah, some of the older Need for Speed games were really fun. Um like so uh, this one if you look at the trailer it basically looks like fast and the furious crossed with need for speed which looks that <laughs> sounds good to me like i'm totally down for that so uh i mean i'm, I'm sure we'll see more about it at this conference and see if they can sell us on it because there's a lot of racing games out there like i'm kind of happy with just forza horizon 3 at the moment but i would yeah. like forza horizon 3 with police cars chasing me everywhere because that's what <laughs> that's the promise of need for speed basically what are you most excited for for the ea um uh, pretty obviously star wars battlefront 2 yeah so yep. they'll be de- i didn't even need to ask to know to say that question <laughs> yeah that's what i'm second most excited about like so i definitely want to see star wars battlefront 2 i want to know more about like the campaign mode and i just want to see more locations and characters but I also really badly want to see the Star Wars game that Visceral has been working on for years because they showed like a brief tiny clip of it at last year's EA press conference. Last year's EA press conference was kind of a shit show because when they got to the Star Wars part, they literally just showed like 
their studio, like live action footage of their studio with people's like computer desks that had like an R2-D2 on it. And they were like, yeah, we're really into Star Wars. And there was like some concept art on their computer screen. They had like nothing to show. It was so embarrassing. So I'm really hoping that they have act an actual trailer for this visceral Star Wars game. And maybe even like a release window or a release date. I, I wouldn't expect it this winter, but that would be nice if it was coming this winter. It, it may be 2018 sometime. Who cares? But man, I so badly want a Star Wars game that actually has a story and is new and adds to the like whole like universe again with new ideas. So we'll see. Uh, and then also Battlefield 1 is getting that expansion name of the czar. So I would expect to see that like a little bit of that. Uh, hmm. probably, right. probably some other small games. So then on Sunday at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Microsoft will be doing their thing. And one of my biggest uh, hopes and expectations is they talk about Project Scorpio and give actually give us a price and a possible release date. Most likely, <laughs> I believe they'll deliver on both or n- none of them. Yeah. And I really, really, really want to know this. I'm, I need to know how much money I need to put aside. <laughs> I need to know where I need to go pre-order. <laughs> yeah. The rumor has it, though. I I read some articles somewhere the other day from a Windows insider that the Scorpio, the name will actually be Scorpio because Windows or Microsoft just actually trademarked something for it in, in the huh. EU yesterday. Oh. And, and the then, interesting... Uh, brand names xbox xbox 360 xbox one xbox scorpio <laughs> i would yeah. and i then, would not be against calling it scorpio i think it's a cool name yeah, i mean at this point uh, everybody knows it is that so that's yeah, what people are gonna yeah call. i agree keeping it scorpio makes sense now because yeah that's how everybody associates yeah. with it and then so. there is also the rumor that the price will definitely not exceed 500 dollars what so yeah well yeah definitely it's not going to be over 500 but i also think if it's over 400 they made a mistake i think they need to eat the loss and get it as close as possible to the ps4 pro's price that would be i yes but they need a game lineup for that and that's also my second thing i'm hoping microsoft really does is they basically said hey you know how in 2017 we did not have a game lineup that's because we told all our developers to make a game for the Xbox Scorpio. And then they present this 2018 game lineup and our socks literally fly off our feet because we're so blown away. <laughs> I would love for that to happen. Like, I really do want that to happen because Me too. it's been such an imbalance between Sony and Microsoft press conferences recently in terms of games that I want to play. But uh, I don't know what they could announce that could make my socks fly off like that. I'm not sure. Halo 6, but they've already said that there's no not Halo 6 it. or Halo 3 anniversary. Unless they're blatantly I, I, lying. They could be blatantly lying. You know, I, I <laughs> hope just like uh, De- uh, Bungie has been doing with Destiny 2 and not like there's been almost no information leaks. I hope that's just what Microsoft's been doing somehow. And they're and they just... They're like, oh, yeah, we have all these studios working on this game and this game and this game and this game. Mm-hmm. And you were just like, whoa, and like the cool gameplay trailers they show or something like that. We're just like totally blown away. I hope that's what they did. That would at least at least explain why 2017 was such a dull year. Yeah. And 2018 is just going to like 
destroy Sony or something, you know, and then like Sony has to come back next year, which is great for the market because then that means Sony has to step up their game and then they blow out Microsoft 2019. And, you know, that's really what we want is this trade back and forth. Yeah. Because that means each one's going to get better and better and better. And we just have nothing but pure positive things to look at. So with with that being uh, said, I think Microsoft, sorry to cut you off there, become. Uh, I think they have a decent lineup of games that are supposed to be talked about more at E3, like Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. That's a new IP. Crackdown 3. I mean, Crackdown, the first two, are kind of unheard of. Not a lot of people played them. But Crackdown 3 is supposed to be pretty good. State of Decay 2, kind of same thing. Forza 7, though, I am very much looking forward to. Yeah, that seems I, like it's going to be a know. showpiece for their 4K console. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I plan, since I'm the only one here without an upgraded Xbox. Wait, no, you actually still have an OG Xbox, don't you? I have Leo. the I, no, I have the One S, and I but I also have the old one, which I need to really trade in for something. <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm looking to upgrade Scorpio. So having Forza Seven for it would be like okay, that's perfect. Right. Um, um, the OG Xbox. You're talking about the original, just Xbox Xbox. Oh no, Xbox One. No, oh, the, okay. the OG Xbox Xbox. I have oh, that too. <laughs> I have one somewhere. Doesn't work, but I have it. <laughs> I yeah, I uh, traded mine in for cocaine, but that's another story. Yeah, that's smart. Um, that was a very smart decision. No, I have my release date Xbox One sitting right in front of me. My release date one broke on me. That was too bad. Oh really? Yeah, from playing my, way too much MVP Baseball 2004 in college, it just yeah. Fried. My Xbox 360 did go uh red ring of death on me and i had to get another one which was fine i ended up getting going with like that black slim yeah but i saw my xbox one from uh release day went to target and picked it up oh xbox one wait are you, you're not ta- are you talking about okay this is yeah, why i hate this naming one. scheme <laughs> i was talking about like the original original xbox the the x-bone is what we're talking oh, yeah. about no the, X- no, the x-bone is xbox, xbox one, one. <laughs> God damn that's it. what I'm talking about. This is why they should call it the Scorpio. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we have the Xbox, we have the one, we have the 360, and then now we're going to have the Scorpio. Exactly. So, um, um, so yeah, middle- there's that Middle Earth game you were talking about. Yeah, so I would expect pretty to excited for. see this possibly as one of the trailers because they have a marketing partnership with Microsoft for this game, and it's been announced as a 4K Scorpio game. So I would definitely expect to see a new trailer at their conference for Middle Earth Shadow of War, which is a good get. I mean, I don't think it's as exciting as like other games could be, but like it, it was a game of the year, the previous game, when it came out, so... And it's interesting because I was not even aware of the first game, but somehow uh, I've seen a little bit of hype for this next one. So that's mm-hmm. that's interesting. That means it's yeah, it's got a lot of people behind it. It's I'm suddenly hearing about it, uh, not even looking for it. But did you guys ever play Ori in the Blind Forest? Yes, own it. Never I did not. It. It's really fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Uh, it's Actually, so one gorgeous, of my brothers though. has hundred percented the game. Oh my god, that's crazy! That's really good. Uh, Do they have a job? <laughs> he just graduated college. <laughs> the okay. Answers no. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, they so there was a trademark for Ori and the Will of the Wisps uh, at one point. 
So it's very possible they could show a new Ori game, which would be cool. I would really... That would be probably, like, the thing I'd be most excited to see in this conference, to be honest. <laughs> like, um, and then... Okay, another one that I'm kind of putting pieces together here uh, is that I think Fallout 4 VR will be shown at the ex- at the Microsoft conference because last year when they had their segment talking about the Scorpio and unveiling it, uh, Todd Howard from Bethesda was one of the developers talking about it saying, we're bringing Fallout 4 to VR and Scorpio is giving us everything we need in terms of power and hardware to get it there. So, so what VR system are they going to be using? That we don't know yet. Uh, that's another thing they could announce at this conference. I think I've heard rumors that they're going to be using third-party headsets from companies like Asus uh, and other companies, or possibly the hmm. Oculus Rift. But it's hard. Yeah, because the Windows Community Manager posted the other day and said there's absolutely no plans to have a first-party VR headset. Yeah, for yeah. The, so they yeah, they're going third-party with it. System. Yeah, which I think is good because there's plenty of good like VR systems out there. You don't need to pollute the market more. I agree. Um, also, Microsoft owns Minecraft, so never count Minecraft out of a press conference. <laughs> there will probably Minecon be some Minecraft 2017 stuff. Part 2. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, and another one that we've seen at past Microsoft conferences is Cuphead, which is that cartoon Looney Tunes-esque game. That needs to come out already. I have plans. <laughs> Kyle and I have plans to fucking play this game. Come <laughs> out already. I'm hoping we see a release date for that. It needs to come out, yeah. Uh, and then they've said vaguely there is going to be something Halo related that is not Halo 6 or Halo 3 anniversary. So I, who cares? Yeah, I'm like, that, <laughs> I'm like, what could this possibly be then? Is gonna, You know what it's going to be? It's going to be like a fucking Halo Hearthstone. <laughs> Which actually... Oh, it could be a DLC for the latest uh, Halo RTS. Oh yeah, that's true for Halo Wars 2. Actually, if they made a yeah. Halo card game, I might play that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would, really I would at least check it. it out. That would actually be really good. I hope they do that. <laughs> now, the rumor I heard was that it might be an announcement about the Steven Spielberg like directed TV series that never really happened. Oh, right. Yeah, that could be it. You're right. That's which I very would watch likely. the hell out of. Yeah, that would be oh. pretty cool. Uh, okay. So once we've gone gotten past the Microsoft conference, and hopefully we've gotten a couple more surprises than what we thought up, but uh. Bethesda is going to be that night, or technically Monday at midnight, 12 a.m. They've got, like, Fallout 4 VR, like I said. They probably have Doom VR to show. Um, They'll have more to show about Quake Champions, which is coming out. It's been in beta. Uh, And then the two that are rumored are Wolfenstein, the new Colossus, a new Wolfenstein game. Uh, which I would love to see because the last Wolfenstein, the new order was freaking awesome. Like it was the new hotness before doom came out and just like was the newest hotness. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'll be asleep. So if there's anything interesting, uh, message me, please. <laughs> yeah. You can always wake up the next morning. <laughs> so I know, so I know to specifically seek something out. Okay. Like I'll look at the whole thing, but then you like message me and you're like, Oh yeah. Specifically check out doom and fallout four because Wait, those now that I think crazy. about it, uh, isn't Bethesda owned by Zenimax? Yes. Which would mean they're probably not going to use the Oculus for anything. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely not. So That's a good my point. Guess is fa- yeah. Fallout 4 VR or Doom VR would be probably Vive. 
Yeah, on PC. And does that yeah. does that work for yeah? But what works for Xbox? No. So I think they would use one of those third party headsets that have been rumored, like Asus is making one for Xbox or something like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but definitely, it probably won't even be Oculus compatible. Yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely some bad blood there. <laughs> so I could <laughs> to see the that tune of happening. about a billion dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> Uh, the last game that people have rumored is like Evil Within 2. I never played the first game, but people said, you know, it was an interesting game from Shinji Mikami that had some promise, but then had a lot of like frame rate issues and some gameplay quirks that were not so great when it came out. But uh, maybe we'll figure that out with a second game. And I, I would expect Bethesda to surprise us with like one thing possibly as well. Um, <laughs> like one thing that's not even rumored. Yeah, one thing just that we just out nowhere with wouldn't it. expect. Oh, there's there could always be more Elder Scrolls uh, online stuff to announce as well. I want to say I think I saw an article earlier that uh, Bethesda was working on a totally new uh, thing, like so, a new IP. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yes, I'd love to hear about that. So they might that that might be going on. I mean it. And really, it wouldn't be unheard of from them. So I wouldn't. We'll I would not expect to hear like the new Elder Scrolls game to be announced, though, like a Skyrim follow up. I, I, I wouldn't expect that. Oh, it's nice to know you guys. I won't be able to podcast. I'll be playing <laughs> Skyrim two way too much to do this shit. <laughs> oh man, yeah. God, if they do announce that, that would be super hype like that would be ridiculous so i would not expect announcement like that till next year though probably yeah that's when i expect to wake up to a message from you saying hey you got your skyrim too and i'm like <laughs> "Woo!" <laughs> day drinking <laughs> which i never do on a monday morning going to work <laughs> oh, all right so then uh, continuing on monday there is the pc gaming show at 1 p.m which is like the the bastard stepchild of all these press conferences it's really funny because like they usually announce like one or two cool like pc gaming things but they're on like a small stage and they have like a small like like back and forth conversation between devs and like usually um oh who is it like philip no who oh god day nine is the guy who usually does it sean plot uh and yeah it's usually okay but i, I have no idea what's going to show up there like it could be anything i don't know does steam have their own conference at a3 no or do they do it on there no nah, they don't do anything steve doesn't nobody works at steam actually it's just a bunch of robots it's just gabe newell in like <laughs> a little bedroom of his house <laughs> All my minions <laughs> control them. Uh, well, see, that's that's what I'm wondering is if we'll hear anything about the the three VR games that Steam or that Valve said they were in the process of making. I wonder if maybe. we'll hear about any of those at E3 this year. That would be cool. I feel like Steam can just put it on their store page and everybody will know about it instantly, though. That's the thing. Um, oh, th- one thing I skipped over is there is going to be a Devolver Digital press conference sometime after bethesda like late at night um which is kind of weird but i guess that's happening and they'll announce a couple of their new games Uh, so i might check that out all right let's move on to ubisoft monday at 4 p.m uh apparently everybody's favorite company to hate (laughs) aisha tyler is apparently not doing the press conference this year which is a little disappointing (laughs) <laughs> I kind of liked like the crazy goofy humor she would bring to the conference, but apparently they're just going to let the devs 
who all speak French present everything instead. So good luck with that, Ubisoft. <laughs> um, things we can expect to see. Assassin's Creed Origins, that new game based in Egypt. We'll probably see that. Uh, Far Cry 5, killing religious people in Montana. We will probably see more of that. The Crew 2, uh, you know, driving around with your buddies across the United States and wherever else. You'll see that too. Um, there's been announced, I think, uh, Rayman Legends Definitive Edition for Switch is probably coming. Um, Steam punches without your arms. <laughs> uh, Steep for Switch is probably coming, the like uh, winter sports game. Um, South Park, the fractured butthole is probably going to make an appearance as well as usual. I, I believe you mean the fractured butthole. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Did I say that wrong? My bad. <laughs> uh just dance usually sneaks its way into this conference every year somehow <laughs> it's like there's always a just dance moment whether it's like an opening dance act with just like just dance 18 in the background or something they usually sneak it in there somewhere um the division will probably get some announcements about what's coming for their year two content uh apparently that game has made like a big turnaround and a lot of people enjoy it now but I only have time for either Destiny or The Division in my life, and it's Destiny. So, yeah. Uh, what I would be on the lookout for is possibly a new game from like Ubi Art, like Child of Light or Valiant Hearts, that will probably steal the entire conference because the Ubi Art games always are gorgeous and like bite sized games that are end up being more interesting and higher reviewed than Assassin's Creed <laughs> and Far Cry. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear something about like a Ghost Recon Wildlands expansion. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, or just because like new content. Yeah. Yeah, because it's become a huge game for them. Yeah, that's that's so, a great point. I yeah, I didn't think to put that on this list. Or even even maybe some Rainbow Six Siege information cuz that's kind of made a turnaround as well. I doubt they mentioned for honor anything considering their player base has dropped off 95 percent oh, oh that's yeah. insane <laughs> yeah Th that well, is a good I mean, point do you, do you play no i don't have i i don't have time i might play if i didn't <coughs> if i didn't have a job but do, do you get the irony cr crazy yeah <laughs> people do have you, jobs and they you play, play the game you play god damn it Savage. ah yeah get off this podcast <laughs> okay fine <laughs> so uh moving on the conference we've all been waiting for is sony on monday at 9 p.m and so did you guys watch the sony press conference at all last year remember there was like a live orchestra playing the god of war yeah theme. i remember bits of it so uh before we get into what i expect to be there uh sean Layden confirmed to time magazine that this 2017 press conference is gonna follow the same format being like less of a press conference and more of a software showcase so he says the crowd well, it was so successful last year oh my god I mean, it was so fucking amazing last year <laughs> like so he's like the crowd will have to suffer i think in aggregate only 90 seconds of me and in the middle will be all the games. So good for him. Like I'm glad they've, they're sticking with this format because last year the orchestra and everything, live scoring all of the music of all the trailers was incredible. So um, let's see. So you can fully expect to see Call of Duty World War II at this conference. They have a marketing uh, thing with Sony this time around. So this is likely where Call of Duty will show up. Um, 
and I'm interested to see what it is. Like, I want to see more about the campaign. I want to see more about the multiplayer. I don't know how much we'll see besides just the campaign trailer, I'm guessing, but... Uh, yeah, it's rumored to be vanilla compared to recent Call of Duties. Like, yeah. way old school, which is great. Yeah, that sounds good to me. A good change. Um, we'll probably see some maybe a little bit more about the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, which is coming soon. Um... Uh, remastering those old crash bandicoot games we will probably see something about destiny 2 <laughs> what we yeah we i don't know what yeah, we'll see well, though <laughs> no what we do know is uh bungie did say that uh you know we won't have any big news yeah. but i know i and a lot of people are hoping that at least we get a beta date that would be and great. that's all anybody wants they, they he could Bungie, whoever, could walk out on stage and go, the beta date is July 13th. <laughs> and then walk off 13th. stage. And then walk off stage. And everybody, every Destiny fan would be totally happy and okay with this. They'd be like, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, That's it. That's all that needs to happen. I would expect like but, maybe like a short trailer and then a beta date. Yeah, that would be perfect. Like a new trailer? Yeah, like a short, like goofy Cade trailer and then a beta date. <laughs> yeah, I mean, otherwise, I don't know what else they would say about destiny 2 what if it's like just found out- uh the cabal uh general who's who he like breaks into the press conference and he's like you sons of bitches i came from the moon <laughs> like here's your beta date i, I would i would love that <laughs> that would that would be the highlight of my of this uh, sony <laughs> press conference for me but god damn it Gary. i doubt that would happen but i mean i don't know what else they would really announce i mean i know people are just dying for this uh uh beta date so yeah that's the thing to announce I'm, I'm really unsure what else they would even talk about because they they even said themselves you know it's not going to be a big reveal we did our big reveal you know a couple of weeks ago so right now nah. so uh days gone was the game that opened and closed the conference last year so i would expect to see likely one more trailer from that and a release date, whether it's at the end of this year or in the very beginning of next year, is unclear. So we'll see. Um, also, David Cage's game, Detroit Become Human, uh, will probably make one more last appearance before it comes out. I, I would I would put that game probably at the beginning of next year, in the first couple of months. Um, but I'm still curious what that's going to end up being, since all David Cage games inevitably end up being train wrecks at the end. So we'll see how it gets there this time. Uh, God of War, we might see some more of that. Uh, we saw a really long trailer at the conference last year. Um, so I'd like to see like maybe another boss fight or something, or like some more aspects of the gameplay that just tell us more about what God of War is going to be. Well, they've been advertising God of War near the uh, venue, I believe. Yeah, there's a so. huge ass mural on one of the buildings near the venue. So yeah, so it's almost guaranteed that they will talk about it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Gran Turismo Sport will probably be there, even though I don't know if anybody actually wants to see it. <laughs> I guess there's still a dedicated Gran Turismo fan base out there, um, but I feel like a lot of those people have like defected over to other games on ps4 or just forza at this point yeah i remember playing it on the original xbox and when i say that i mean watching a friend play it on their their i mean sorry playstation yeah. i said xbox <laughs> <laughs> yeah some, i meant playstation some Please. playstation fan had like a hernia when you said that they're like no yeah probably <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, they used to be great games. They used to be like the leader of the pack in terms of racing sims, but not anymore. Yeah, and like the most realistic and whatnot, but even like Forza is almost taking that from them. How realistic but still goofy and fun it can be at the same time. Oh, yeah. So, mm. And then the most we'll hype see. game for Sony, Knack 2, baby. Knack Attack. Coming back. Claim the title. Okay, we can move on. Uh. <laughs> you notice our silence from the the, two, the other two hosts, right? <laughs> yes. uh, Insomniac Games is coming with Spider-Man. Yeah, I hope we see more gameplay than last year. Because we basically just saw like a little tiny montage. I want to see like legit gameplay of Spider-Man. That would be really cool. Yeah, I've always been a always had a soft spot in my heart for Insomniac games. I like the work they do. All right, I'm putting this game closer to the end because it's <laughs> too fucking important. Uh, next, uh, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, uh, which is coming in August, so we will probably see one more trailer for that uh, to get us hyped up for that release, which I'm excited to see. That that game's gonna be super fun, I bet. Um. Also, this is not confirmed, but it was also at last year's press conference. Nino Kuni 2 could make an appearance with all its Studio Ghibli glory. Uh, I would love to see more about that game. If they, like, their last trailer is just so gorgeous that if they just show anything like it again, I'll probably, like, freaking tear up watching it. It's that beautiful. Well, you did say Studio Ghibli. Yes, your Ghibli. There you go. So that just that just means it's going to be beautiful. So pulls all your heartstrings. Um, yeah. Um, before we get to like games, uh, I guess yeah. Hold on. I guess I'll just say it. The Last of Us Two is probably going to make an appearance. I would expect a gameplay trailer this time rather than just a CGI trailer. Uh, just something to whet our appetite for what they are cooking up. Uh, and show us some of the differences that we can expect from Last of Us 1 to 2. Uh, I would expect it to either open or close the conference, probably, because it's a heavy hitter. Um, I recently went back and watched like the entire Sony press conference from last year. Uh, and then uh, that, so this wasn't at that press conference, this was at the uh, PlayStation event or whatever, PlayStation stuff. And when at trailer came on like it just silences the entire room like and then every everybody like and they're just like enthralled in it like it's just so crazy but um i just want to see anything from that game and i'll be happy like i'm starting to realize that that's probably my favorite game of all time like as i'm getting further and further away from it like whenever i think back on it i just only think of like amazing things uh, <laughs> and so in thinking about what the second game could be just gets me like so giddy uh, that I'm very excited uh, that's because you haven't played the one game that's not at Sony's press conference <laughs> which is confirmed Death Stranding oh so yeah Kojima actually tweeted out like today or yesterday that he's not going to have Death Stranding at E3 this year which is disappointing uh, which is strange well, I mean, what? that trailer that he, the trailers he's given us, like, are pretty, I mean, obviously very early in development. They're all CGI. I think the next time. Yeah, he and not show, telling us anything about the game. Oh, for yeah. The most like, part, literally. As gameplay wise, yeah. He's supposed to be. What day is June 14th? Is that Tuesday? Wednesday. He's going to be 
at E3 on June 14th talking with Jeff Keighley on the probably like the YouTube stage or something. So maybe he'll drop some information then. But yeah, no trailer as far as we know. No new trailer. Um, Sucker Punch, the studio that's made like Infamous Second Son and First Light and the Infamous games, they haven't made shit since 2014. So it's about time that we see something that they're working on. So that could be interesting. <laughs> when I first glanced over it, I was like, Sucker Punch the movie? Is that a game? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that they're making Sucker Punch the movie into a game. <laughs> oh, God. Zack Snyder's involved, and it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, Move on. <laughs> uh, there, okay, so Sony vaguely said... This will be a big E3 for Japanese PlayStation games. So that sends everybody's minds racing because we've had like Persona and Nier and everything lately. Like all these amazing Japanese games, Yakuza. Um, they could just mean that they're going to show off like Yakuza 6 or something at the conference. It could mean that we get a new title from From Software, like a Bloodborne 2 or something that's completely different in the Dark Souls arena which is what i would prefer honestly um that would be that will be a hype moment when whenever that inevitable trailer comes out that is very vague and confusing we don't understand anything that's going on but it's like a dark souls game so we don't care that that'll be a thing that happens probably um and then other than that like there'll probably be some psvr games that show up uh like recently i think leo and i saw that like a million psvrs had been sold um, one of our recent podcasts, we, I think we brought that up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And so they got to put out some games for the damn thing. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if they, okay, if they announce that like, oh, by the way, that X-Wing VR mission, it's a full game now. I might have to go buy a PSVR, <laughs> which sucks, <laughs> but uh, that would be pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm looking into getting a VR and I don't have anything that's making me say uh yeah i definitely need to get this one yet right but something like that would possibly i'm already leaning towards a psvr just because you can use it on your playstation and you can use it on your computer yeah so it's the most most versatile at this point it is definitely versatile and yeah well we we will see yeah we'll see i'm I'm, that would be a shorter section of the conference probably i would expect not to hear the word vita spoken once necessarily like (laughs) probably not at least not spoken but like maybe maybe it'll be like coming like there'll be a text that says oh also coming to vita for certain games but yeah the last of us two or 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 they go hey vita is over (laughs) vita is dead along with vita um and then i could i would expect to see maybe a price drop for the ps4 pro uh, especially if the it all depends on what the Scorpio is priced at probably though I'm sure PlayStation has already made their decision but like if Scorpio comes in and they're at like 499 then why drop the PS4 Pro price it doesn't make any sense but if they're at 399 then maybe you want to drop it like 50 bucks and be like fuck you Xbox we're cheaper still yeah so yeah maybe Cheaper and better. <clears throat> yep. I don't know. We'll see. I think. I think what's going to sell Scorpio is the game lineup. That's what's going to sell it. Yeah. So they because really got to come hard. Otherwise, with that. yeah. Otherwise, uh, most people have absolutely no reason to upgrade to a Scorpio. They're like, oh, it's 4K, but we don't have a game to play in 4K, or we only have like 
two games or three games of playing 4K. And we still don't it's, own a 4K TV either. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, I still have to buy the 4K TV. So, like, yeah, they really have to sell it. They have to have the price down pretty low. And we already know Scorpio is pretty beefy. But then again, like we just said, you need a 4K TV. And <clears throat> you, you, we absolutely need to have the game lineup. I swear, if they come in out, they show it and they don't have a game lineup, I'm I think Microsoft's going to take a huge disgusting hit and it's not going to be pretty at all. Yeah, they're already way behind the PlayStation in sales uh for the console. I mean, that would just drop them even further behind. Yeah, one of their exclusive uh games this year was freaking canceled. Yeah, Scalebound. Yeah, that was a huge yeah. cancellation. Yeah. Um, and like the trailer they showed almost showed a completed game. So like it's just it's crazy. I and I I was going to get that game. I thought oh, yeah, it me looked too. really fun and was going to be awesome, but I guess not. So speaking of a console with a lot of games on it. <laughs> on Tuesday. Wow, you need to work on your sarcasm voice, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> on Tuesday at 12 p.m., we've got Nintendo with an, a direct which People have kind of worked through the Nintendo schedule and they think they have figured out that this Direct is only going to be about 30 minutes long. So not a very long Nintendo Direct if they're hmm. right about that. Um, what you can expect to see, definitely Super Mario Odyssey. You will definitely see that. Uh, Splatoon 2, you will probably see. You will probably see more about ARMS and probably the game that they were supposed to shadow drop but got leaked, which is the Mario and Rabbids kingdom battle rpg you'll probably see a little bit of that um beyond that i have no idea what you'll see i've i have literally no idea nintendo is completely unpredictable so yeah i'm interested in hearing something about the super mario odyssey me too definitely because a lot of people are like it's like the grand theft auto for mario world and i was like oh that sounds cool you know and i i know i would definitely probably enjoy the zelda game in like but i need more games yeah Rather than just the one to get me to buy a uh, Switch. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I was watching some trailers from last year. And when I was watching the Odyssey trailer again, I remembered the feeling I got like, man, this is really going back to like the Nintendo 64 uh, Mario. And like, that's exactly what I want. Oh, the Mario 64? Yeah, Mario yeah. 64. Like, I just want that feeling in a game again. And so... That's what it looks like it's going to be. So I'm sure that game is going to be fantastic. Um, so, I mean, like, even if they just show a lot of that, that's probably fine. But I want to see, like, I really want to know more about their direction for this console and, like, virtual console and Wii U ports. Like, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze on Switch. Like, I, that would be amazing. Like, I want to see uh, Mario... Um, Fuck, what's the game where you build a Mario? Super Mario Maker. I want to see that on Switch. Like, I want to see these games uh, come to Switch that were on Wii U that nobody played. I want to see some of the older Nintendo games come back to their library. Yeah. Like, I would love to play, like, Donkey Kong Country 2. Oh, again. that would be awesome, too. Yeah. Oh, that would be... I mean, Super Mario World, which I... Oh, man, <laughs> I know every secret to that game. And I don't know how... That's probably the one game I've replayed more than anything else the entire way through. Unlock all the secrets all the way through. I would, yeah, I'd love to see that too. Um, so I yeah. hope they say something 
about virtual console, but I don't know if they will because their online services are supposedly not going to kick in until 2018 anyway. So would they talk about it now? I don't know. Would they even mention a Smash Brothers game? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's one of their best markets. So yeah. I would, I would hope they would at least tease like, "Hey, we got something in development for yeah. Super Smash Brothers." So we'll see. And then they had Savage. You got anything else you want to add? Not really. Yeah, they had. I would, okay. The last thing I would say is they just had that Fire Emblem Direct earlier this year, so they could t- maybe talk about their Fire Emblem for Switch game that they they only said there's a game coming for Switch. They didn't say anything about it. So we'll see. All right. If everybody's done, then uh, that's it for this week. Please subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter for podcast updates. Uh, subscribe to us on your iTunes and Google Play now and leave a five-star review if you like what you've heard. Uh, thanks and see everybody next week. See you.